Hello. Hi. Uh, and welcome to We Like Stuff, we like stuff and, and So Should You. you. Yeah. Oh, no, I said it really fast. No, it, it, it's okay. Um, we're doing a, a special secret episode, because Melissa was super busy, and I still wanted to record new stuff, so um, I called our good friend and previous special guest, Cassandra, to be on the That's show. Me. Yeah. Um... So yeah, I'm Brenny. This is Cassandra, special secret guest host. Um, and this is a show where we just talk about the stuff that we like. And I, I hope... I'm so sorry. Usually Melissa has a whole bit. It like drags on for like 20 minutes. We're just not those people, I guess. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was supposed to have a bit. I, you're, no one, no one knows what Melissa is supposed to be doing. So whenever she breaks out in a whole song and dance, let me tell you, I have no idea what to do either. So. Next time I'll be ready. I'll, I'll be ready to do something really weird next time. So I'll... everyone, be prepared for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But yeah, uh, do, do you want to get us... Oh, no, before I forget, because usually Melissa is uh, also reminding me of this, we are broadcasting to the facilities of Trent Radio at... Uh, That's true. <laughs> at uh, CFFFFM... Oh, 92.7. CFFFFM. Yeah. I knew that, but I was, I was obviously testing you. Thank you. I, it's, it's, it's my job to know that, so I suppose I should. Oh my god. <laughs> I am very tired. Yeah. It is early. Don't tell anybody that. Nobody knows. Sorry, it's the exact time that this is normally on, which is, what is that, like, 2 p.m.? Yeah, 1 p.m. on air, 2 p.m. on online. And you know what? Sometimes 1 p.m. is early. It, it just depends on what your night looks like. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I... There, I <laughs> I was trying to finish a paper, uh, like last week, a couple of days ago or whatever, and I I got to like the one thirty mark in, in the morning, and I was like, if I stop now, I'm not gonna get it done by the deadline, so I just have to power through. So I went to sleep at five thirty in the morning, and I had to have like a break in between. I had to like go make food and like sit down with like a book and like decompress and then come back to my work but I was like I can't sleep because that would be it that would call it oh yeah because you tell yourself you're like okay well it's two so I'm gonna go to bed I'm gonna get like four hours I'm gonna get up at six and I'm gonna just regroup and I'm gonna get this done and, and at like 9 a.m. you know, <laughs> just like rolling around in bed like a lump and you're like I can't move like <laughs> <sighs> That's, yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad, you know. Oh my god. Yeah. And, th- and then and I, like... like... Obviously you're very young and hip and cool, but also you're too old for that. I, I, uh, and that's, that's the thing. That there's Aside from being called, like, either gay or bisexual, which is, like, great. If people want to peg me for that, that's, that's amazing. Um, the most I've been pegged for age is, like, 25. And it's, like... Honestly, age doesn't matter to me unless you're dating someone super young and then that's gross. But age doesn't matter, so I don't care how old you think I am. Um, but I'm 30, so it's getting to that point where I cannot do cool things like I used to anymore. <laughs> I can't be cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, 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 I
Honestly, even at 25, it would be a stretch to be cool like that. Yeah, I... I, I at 25, 3 a.m. is a dark place. Yes, I do completely... <laughs> <laughs> I completely understand. Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, do you have a little like that you'd like to yeah. like us about? Oh yeah, well I like a lot of stuff a little bit, it turns out. Um, but... <laughs> Please go on. Please, If you have like multiple, just go for it. Well, you know what? We'll see how much you like my little like and we'll go from there because it's kind of specific but also so beautifully broad that I feel that everyone can be on board. Um, what I really like is the state of resignation or if you're feeling a little more positive acceptance of when you are in really bad traffic and you just you say well here we are this is how it is and there's no point in honking and getting upset and you know you're looking around to see where the sirens are just put on a song and you maybe you call someone maybe you're bored you don't text because that's illegal Absolutely. There's no, there's no, just because you're stuck doesn't mean we're breaking the law. Because that's, that's a whole other, it's a whole other thing. Well, exactly. And I mean, okay, so you're bored, so you break the law? No. No. Never. Yeah. So... If, if you're breaking the law, it's not because you're bored. There should be a clear distinction. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like that might actually be a huge reason that people break the law. <laughs> Upon reflection, um, but I wouldn't know anything about that. So, for me, I commute <laughs> to the city, famously, and I personally am pretty chill about traffic. I just accept the state of things, but sometimes when my 40-minute drive is reaching around an hour, and there's no end in sight. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're just sitting there, and it's like, what are you going to do? People are looking upset. People are honking. Everyone stopped. What do you want people to do? Who are you honking at? No one's moving. <laughs> Honestly, there, there's been times where, like, I've been stuck in traffic. It's not even, even been on the highway. It's like something's wrong with, like, a streetlight or there's, like, an accident that I don't know about. And mm-hmm. I'm not upset, but people are honking, and, like... I've, uh, at least on maximum, on two occasions, I found myself like looking around and honking because I feel like I should, and then feeling embarrassed because I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't care enough to honk. So like having <laughs> deciding not to, it's very good. Like having that, you're right. Having that resignation of just like, I should. This is fine. This is okay. There's nothing I can do. I think well, that's... honking in those situations is like the people when there's a long lineup at the grocery store and they like try to kind of rally the troops and be like, oh man, this line's too long. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? That's not changing anything. Stop oh. yelling. Oh, and not to not to get us off real, of course, real, real hard. Um, that brings me to a point where, especially because I still work at EB Games, which is now GameStop. Especially to a point where, you know, we're constantly short-staffed. Like, I don't know how EB Games is running, that we're always, like, down one person, like, theoretically. 
but we, whenever it's super busy and there's only two people and one person's on break and someone's like, oh man, there's, it, it's only you right now? Like, and there's like seven people in the store and I'm just looking at them and it's just like, yeah, can I help? Uh, do, you need to wait. It's just me. The person needs to be on break. Like, do you want them to not have a break? Because I think that's unfair. So it's just me right now. Yeah, it is. So... Yeah, that's the exact same vibe as people who honk and completely stops traffic. It's so good. And I I feel like I don't have enough experience... Well, I don't have current experience with the highway. And I don't think that kind of culture changes. So I'm glad that... I'm glad that you have some solace in finding that resignation. Well, you know the feeling when you're not driving and it happens, and the person who is driving gets angry about it? Yeah, yeah. That is the worst vibe. Like, we're sitting here, there's an accident, and I mean, if you want to put it real negative, like, you don't know what happened, like, something could be really bad that happened. Or, you know, a Mercedes could have rear-ended a Tesla and everyone stopped because of it, who knows? (laughs) And the the, the Tesla is the one that caught on fire of all things. Absolutely. So, (laughs) the thing is, like, but it's like, well, now you're upset. Now the vibe is weird in the car. You can't leave the car. So everything's uncomfortable. (laughs) And I, um, so I went to Niagara Falls a few weeks ago. And the drive there took approximately two hours which was awesome, no traffic, it was really good. Okay, Drive cool. back did take five hours. Oh, okay. And that is more hours than one would hope That's... a two-hour drive would take. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I was in the car with my partner, it wasn't a big deal, but it did get to a point where I was kind of looking at my gas gauge. And that's uh, the bad situation. Like, that's the other than when you really have to go to the bathroom. If you're in traffic and you're watching that number go down, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, that's scary, too, because, like, there's, like, there's no controlling it. There's just, like, how do I fix... You just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do, honk? <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, like, you know, the GPS is, like, some kind of lane expert. And it's, like, why don't you go on the express? It's, like, they're not moving, babe. <laughs> I'm not moving, they're not moving. And then the GPS did in fact tell me that I should get off the highway in the middle of downtown Toronto and just drive around downtown Toronto for like 25 minutes and get back on the highway. Like like and that I was, was like, faster? I'm not doing that. As if that was... Yeah, kind of like get on after the accident. Oh. And but like... stress-wise, no. And honestly, like if the GPS is telling you that, don't you think it's telling everybody to do that? There's no winning with yeah. with GPS. Yeah. So it's like, well, you know, so I'm going to go over there four lanes and go be really stressed out in downtown Toronto <laughs> at 5pm on a Friday? No. <laughs> I'm going to sit here dead still. I'm going to put on a song. We're going to talk about something stupid. And hopefully I don't run out of gas. <laughs> Yeah, if the gas goes down to one bar, I will get off the highway. Because yeah. Because then we're in a situation. Exactly. I mean, and. But, yeah, you have a small car too, so you know that, like, you can sit on the highway for a long time and not run out of gas. Yes, yes. I, it's very. So, like, there. I know you might not be able to relate to this part of it. But uh, there was a very specific time where I was. I went to go see my mom. And I worked the next day, and I left. I left 
now don't yell at me, Cassandra. Cassandra used to be my boss, and then we used to be co-bosses for the store that we were at. And then now we're friends, and it's great. But I left my mom's house at the exact right time that if nothing happened, <laughs> uh, I would get to work on time. And I, you know, tw- 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in on the highway, I call my work and I'm like, hey, I'm not moving on the highway. Um, there's nothing I could do about this. I'm, I'm not going to get a speeding ticket or kill anybody. So I'm probably going to be like 15 minutes late. I apologize. And normally, normally, as like a one-off, that is a very, like, that resignation, when you know that, like, there's nothing you can do, it does feel good to just also, like, let other people know. I don't know how that extends with you, but just to, like, call somebody, especially, even if it's not work, if it's, like, a friend and you're like, hey, I did the right thing. I did all the right things. Technically, I can't control the world though, so I'm not gonna be there on the time we on the time we we decided on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like a state of peace. Yeah, and like no. And it does depend on that person's reaction, though. Yes, and like the event that you're potentially missing the beginning of, because like I, even That's though true. even though I'm all, like I'm always on time, and I've I've explained this to other people too. Um, I, I, and I did figure it out. I, um, uh, even though it's not like a good thing, uh, behaviorally wise in terms of a job, um, because I basically only get paid for the time that I'm like there and ready and all the whatever nonsense. It's like, I don't, I don't like resigning my time before that. So that's basically why I always show up exactly on time and it doesn't work out because if there's any hiccups, it's my fault. But, um, especially like during that drive, it was like, yeah, I'm 15, 20 minutes late. And I just like, I'm fine. There's nothing I can do. They're also not paying me for that time either. So it's like, they're not losing out. It's, it's the LCBO They're They have plenty of people. The 20, the 15 minutes isn't going to kill anybody. Um, like it might at like EB games when if there's one person working and you're like 15 minutes late, it's like, please get here. I need to pee. <laughs> so, and that is a real feeling. Yeah, it still happened. Let me tell you, uh, the changeover to GameStop has not changed how many people we have scheduled during the day. So I don't know why it would have. <laughs> I don't know. I just I feel like any grandstanding changes might be more positive than just neutral. And I guess you already know that it's only just neutral. So I guess that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing about driving is that if you act like things are really in your control, I mean, you're going to get an accident, because they're just not. Like, you can't be a lane expert switching all over the place, you can't do anything when there's a lot of trucks, you just kind of have to vibe, and... I mean, there's no way around that. And, like, when I was going back from Niagara Falls, um, my cat was sick at home. So, I, like, my dad had been feeding her, right, and coming in twice a day to feed her. I was only gone for a day. Yeah. But three hours difference is a new meal time. Oh, so, yeah. You know, I was like, well, she needs to be checked on, firstly, but also she does need to eat. 
And so I called him from the car, and I was like, hey, in the last 20 minutes, our estimated arrival time has gone up one hour. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is, like, such bad energy. Um, <laughs> so I was like, wouldn't you mind going and popping back to my house in a bit to feed Fiona again? I'm sorry. And my dad was like, of course. That's not a problem. And if he had been like, well, why didn't you leave earlier or something? It'd be like, leave three hours earlier. Absolutely not. That makes no sense. Yeah, so, yeah, that's also, it feels good when people do understand, because there are, there are people that do not understand that you don't control the world. Actually, that, that so, yeah. like, my, my favorite thing that, like, has, has stuck with me, that I feel like a lot of people have been told, uh, when I was learning to drive, I wasn't, like, technically the best, but I was very consistent. I did not, I did not, like, get into accidents, I did not do anything too too dangerous and it was very specific that like I made sure I was safe and my mom always 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 was like I'm not worried about you I've seen you drive you're you're great you don't get into accidents you don't like speed you're not like unconsciously a bad driver it's great um you only control you though and there are hundreds of drivers every day mm-hmm. so hundreds <laughs> <laughs> it's scary like, every once in a while, I'll be driving. Like, I, I don't know if you've reached that point yet, because you've only been driving for, like, a couple of years now, right? Like, three years now? Uh, yeah, I've been driving for just over two years, but I do drive, like, almost 500 kilometers a week. Yes, because of job. Yes, I do understand. So it's a bit of a fast track. <laughs> you, re- <laughs> you really got that experience going real quick. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, like... There have been times where I've been driving and then like I clue in like maybe like 20, 30 minutes into the drive and I'm like, how did I get here? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Okay, as long as because that's that's a very specific feeling to be like, that's terrifying, but because I'm a unconsciously good driver, my mom said so, I know that I've been safe. But to then realize that like there are hundreds, if not more, drivers around you all possibly experiencing the same thing and they're not potentially good drivers it's so much and we're driving two ton, like one to two ton vehicles that should not be going more than 40 kilometers an hour like in a safe world if you know what i mean like yeah i do know what you mean okay because that i know i know what i said and nobody wants to go that slow. Least of all me. It was an extreme statement, but I understand the basis. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't abide by forty, but I'm just saying, no. like, if whenever I have to go forty, it's like, okay, these houses could probably, I could probably touch these houses from outside of my window. I'd completely understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing. So one thing that I started doing, um, and this is partially just because my commute is sometimes so chaotic, yeah. and it's only going to get worse in the winter, you know, um, I have my little phone mount, so my car's not very bougie, so I don't, like, have Bluetooth, I have a little Bluetooth dongle, so I have a phone mount, and I have it so that when my phone is straight up there, with my Spotify screen on, um, the edge of it actually covers the time on my little screen. <laughs> Is that so on purpose? I don't see the time. So it's not like, okay, well, I do need to be work at work in 10 minutes, and I am absolutely 20 minutes away and not moving. <laughs> <laughs> the 
there are flashing lights everywhere. It is 6 a.m. Um, you know what? I don't see the time. I see that I'm listening to some weird song that I like. And that's fine. That's just fine. It's I, incredible. It's not like I have... I mean, part of it is I don't have kids. It's not like I have to go pick up kids or something. Because kids are like, you know, a responsibility. They're needy. By by they design. Really needy. By design, though. So that's that's not on them. Yeah, it is a commitment that you make. Absolutely. <laughs> we will teach people about parenthood on another episode. Oh my gosh, um, I would love to talk about that. We're famously experts. <laughs> <laughs> the two people that have no kids nearing their well in and nearing their thirties. Excellent. Excellent. And I think that we would actually do great. I did tell you. You know, I do take care of my cat. Yeah. And get her fed when I'm not there. Just I, like if I had a child, someone would have to come feed them. Absolutely. And, you know, our guinea pigs and our rats sometimes need medication or sometimes need extra care. And if we're not home, somebody's got to do it. And we can't just leave, like, vats of applesauce out for our rats. They'll just eat too much and have watery poops. Because that's, that's, they can't just eat applesauce. We can't just, like, do that. So somebody has to come in and take care of them. And that's true. <laughs> watery poops are a problem for child, human, child, rat full-sized human or rat it's all true yeah you can't just eat applesauce definitely not nutritionally complete either so i'm sure there's other reasons but you know (laughs) (laughs) not just the watery poops but that's not a good reason either so we're we're all set yeah, so stop going away from watery poop. What's the animal like? Um, I'm actually really glad that you chose like such an ethereal um, event to choose as your little like. Um, just because it's been a while since I feel like we've talked about something so specific on the show. Uh, mine is... Oh, just wait for my big like. Oh, I cannot wait. I, I'm so excited for that kind of big-brained just like feelings of an event versus like yeah this is like a toy that i like and it's like cool tell me about this toy um but for yeah no for me i'd say like a little like would be so i don't know if you i i I feel like i should know and i apologize for being a bad friend you don't really like tea or coffee correct yeah i don't really consume a warm beverage okay that's fine um it's a weird fact about me that some people do have a problem with. You would be surprised how controversial that is. Really? Absolutely. It is very controversial to not consume a hot beverage. Like, for I know when I was younger, it wouldn't be the hot beverage part. It would be the, you don't like tea? There's so much tea. There has to be one that you like. And then that would be me devolving into, like, an argument that I don't need to have. And I've learned. I've definitely learned that nobody needs to have that argument. But it's such a weird argument to get into. <laughs> well, but it's really strange. It, it, in my perspective, it's because I want the, because there's I know the variety that tea has. I want people to enjoy the things that I enjoy. Similar to it's literally the reason why, like part of the reason why I made this show, because it's like I like something. I feel like somebody else would. Let me just tell people. That's big. That's it. So when somebody says they don't like tea, it's like, I want, my, my gut instinct is to be like, I know a lot about tea though, let's figure this out. And the other person is like, I thought I was just answering a yes or no question. 
not spending <laughs> half an hour minimum on what you are actually instigating an essay answer from me <laughs> yeah so i apologize that that's been in your experience i'm sure you you i you've definitely got the tea part from me once but i i feel like i've i've learned fairly quickly that that's not appropriate to do to anybody let alone a friend Strangers, maybe. Oh, you are not the core problem, problematic person when it comes to the tea discourse in my life. Oh, thank God. Because, like, honestly, I know, I know who I am. I, I know, I know what I'm about, and I know I'm not always the most appropriate, especially with the most inconsequential things. Absolutely. However, let, before we get off track, again. Yeah. What do you like? <laughs> you like tea? Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's specifically the feeling of like, especially in the morning, and that's why I was asking because you might not know this feeling, or, or be comfortable with it. But when you're when it's in the morning, and especially when it's like a little bit cold, it's starting to get a little bit cold now. Um, and our apartment is famously in the winter a little bit too warm sometimes. But in the morning, it's like oh, this is a good temperature. I'm I'm cold when I wake up, which is usually good for sleeping. And then you make a tea or coffee and then you drink it and you're just sitting and the feeling of like, you could, it's, it's like, it feels like energy and I don't want to get all like floofy about it, but to feel just the warmth enter your body and like sit in your tummy and then extend outwards because that's, that's just how it feels. It's such a cool, unique feeling of like, Ah, this is the start of the day, specifically the warmth and not the caffeine that I'm desperately trying to get into my body as fast as possible. <laughs> so I, I, no, I, but I do understand the vibe of like that, like warm, spreading feeling. Because I have consumed soup when I'm cold. Okay, yes. I, and as soon as you said I do understand, I was like, there's other hot things. I don't know why I'm so stuck on tea. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Other hot things do exist, and other cold times, other than when you wake up, do exist. <laughs> so it's actually really widely relatable, even more than you know. Yes. However, I will. I will say that 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 cold time in the morning is much more consistent than just being like I'm outside and I'm having a bad time. But you're absolutely right. Oh, actually, that's a great that's a great example. Because when it's like dead of winter and you're having a good time outside. And I, I, I do have to ask. I know you said hot drinks in general. What about hot chocolate or things like that, like sweet, just like just candy, hot drinks, basically. Well, this is the famous follow-up question when I do not want a tea or coffee. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. No. Just the answer is no. <laughs> just say no. You don't have to explain. It. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so there's a couple facts about me. One is that I do not consume dairy because my body does not want it. So most hot chocolate and stuff does have dairy. I'm also not a sweet girl. Um, I would rather have chips than cake. So that's fair. Hot chocolate now, is kind of one of those things where it's like, <laughs> um, I'm drinking a bit of candy. I'm feeling like a weird vibe here, you know? Um, so I do drink hot chocolate on occasion. Like I have um, some dark hot chocolate packets in my house right now. And that's just because I do feel kind of left out sometimes when my partner has a tea. Aww, that's so, really cute. I just cause... feel like I want to have something special too, and then I'm sipping it, and I'm like, I don't really know how much I want this, to be honest. <laughs> and that's more than fair. But, uh, yeah, like, I, I remember a time where uh, I went to New York, like, a while ago. It was like, the, it was, like, the first time I went on, like, a vacation without, like, 
uh, an adult because I was the adult at the time. <laughs> it was like when oh, I was I like, okay. yeah, it was like I was like 23 or something. I don't know. And um, yeah, we walked around when uh, like my partner at the time and I, we were walking around. It was like close to Christmas. So like in New York, there was like the Christmas festivals or whatnot or markets and all these things. And like it was just like it was like that classic like Christmas movie moment where you'd like be cold and there'd be like snow everywhere and you'd get like a hot drink or, or can- hot candy of hot chocolate and it'd be like I, this is this is this is the hallmark moment and then you'd still be cold because the hot chocolate doesn't do everything it just kind of like warms you up a little bit but that like that moment of like ah, this is nice is is that that feeling that I'm constantly chasing when I wake up and I'm too cold and I just go make a tea well, I really like that Hallmark moment energy, though. Like, I really, I have a weird envy when someone else has, like, a hot mug situation. Okay, cool. And, like, we're going for a walk and they've got this mug. And part of me is like, I don't want to have to carry a mug. <laughs> I don't want to have to carry anything. I hate carrying things. Yeah, that's so, a that's huge problem. That, huge problem every single time. Huge downside. And we don't want to use things that have to get thrown out. Oh, God. So no. we're carrying these mugs. Incredible. Um, thank you. Thank you for your bravery. <laughs> my um, biggest engagement in the hot beverage situation is actually that if I, for example, have a cold, obviously we don't get colds now because um, everybody's just being safe. Never breathe or touch anything. Yeah. So, um, but if I do get a cold, what I do is I will drink some broth, like hot vegetable broth. In a to-go mug. Yeah. Scandalous. Like, I a car now, but if I would stand, like a few years ago, if I would stand at a bus stop and I'd be sipping from a mug, no one knows the situation I've got going on. But I will drink <laughs> some watered-down broth. It's a little bit salty. I'm not here to drink, like, a full-fat, full-salt chicken broth because... That's, well, that's a, a texture. Yeah, that's... that's and with, yeah, without that's the whole soup... kind of texture coated <laughs> in oil. And then you need, like, a gallon of water. So I'm drinking, like, something mild. It's kind of like a barely steep tea, to be honest. Okay, I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just sipping, and I'm feeling good, and everyone's like, wow, cool Hallmark aesthetic at the bus stop. Yeah. Like, thank you. It's so... It's... it's and I don't know, th- that kind of vibe, I, I don't... I don't know... I I don't care about a lot of things, especially with like the public perception of me, but being able to just flex that I'm comfy to no one in particular. Nice. But like, yeah, that's I think that's like my that's the that's the general aesthetic of my little like to just be like I am comfy and th- this is this hot beverage in the morning gets me there or this hot beverage in the cold and when I'm outside gets me there wearing a really oversized sweater. Yeah. You're giving off the same vibe. It's like, I'm giving this for me, and I feel really good about this. And you all know about it, but this is for me. Yeah, you can appreciate how comfortable I am, and I know that you wish you were me right now, so that's all that matters. Absolutely. People who are out there, and they're wearing, like, I don't know what people wear that isn't an oversized sweater. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
Especially with the oversized sweaters too, because it's like, as soon as as soon as you've reached that comfortable temperature, it's like, if I don't do something right now to cool off, it's only getting worse. There's no, like the equilibrium has been met, and it's about to get, it's about to, it's about to be not equal anymore. And that's, oh, yeah. that's my huge issue with oversized sweaters. Honestly, I love oversized sweaters, but um, famously, I I am basically a, a, a space heater. Oh, yeah. Um, you I don't, are yeah, I don't, so everybody out there in the, in the online airwaves, I'm going to stop with that bit, whatever that bit was. I am very, I'm a very warm person. Um, and that's great for all of my friends who are famously cold people. Um, I don't know if it's circulation or if it's just, that's just how I've made friends that secretly I'm very warm and they're very cold and they're like, this, this guy's pretty cool to hang around with. Like, oh, he has a pool, so we're going to be friends. Like, you're walking by some guy and you're like, ooh, warm? Bye. So, but if, if, um, if I, if I wear like a nice sweater, I'm like either on like a time limit or an activity limit. Because if if I'm wearing that sweater, it's like, okay, it better remain kind of cold throughout the day of whatever I'm doing. Otherwise I need to take this off and then I have to carry a sweater now. It's almost worse than carrying a mug somehow. Oh, it's not a good vibe to have to carry a sweater. Yeah, and, and like I might already be wearing a jacket. If I'm wearing a big comfy sweater, and it's like super cold out, I might be wearing a jacket. I don't want to carry a jacket and a sweater. What is going on? Well, wear the jacket, carry the sweater, you're crazy. Like, yeah, it's like, because then somebody's going to come up and be like, you're wearing a jacket. Why do you have a sweater? You clearly dressed too much. You made a mistake. And it's like, I didn't know. It was, it was good. It was good until I went into the mall or I went into the store or I... Well, <laughs> just... And I feel like I feel like all of that applies especially to um, a knit sweater or even a hoodie because they're very enclosed. But I do love a, like a crew neck sweatshirt. And to me, the thing about an oversized crew neck sweatshirt is that all a possibility. Absolutely. The other thing is you're outside. You're like, wow, what a good temperature. I'm actually perfectly neutral in this sweatshirt, feeling cozy, feeling good. Wind comes. Yeah. And there's too much extra space in that pleasure. The wind is in there with you. It is trapped in there with you. It feels like you are wearing a bubble of wind. And it is so cold inside of your giant sweater all of a sudden. And the worst part is that because it's a crew neck, there's no helping you. You're just locked in, like, your head is exposed. There's no, there's no saving face. Your, your hands, they're, they're like, like, usually, I don't know about you, but crew necks, I'm, I'm big and tall as well. So, like, to find a sweater that is long enough for my arms to also be comfortable on my body, it's either one or the other. I'm either finding one that has good arm length and it's just a little bit too big and now I look like a nightmare 
or it fits my body and then I'm always rolling up my sleeve. So like, I'm always losing out, especially with crewnecks. I love crewnecks. I have that one crewneck with a bear on it wearing a sweater and it's amazing. Oh, I love that shirt on you. Thank you. And if I wear it and it gets too windy, it's like I've, I'm stuck. I can't do anything about it. It's true. And I mean, I don't have that problem because I am famously not tall. So, <laughs> I, um, currently I am, um, I am wearing a sweater that is about, uh, two to three men's sizes too big for me. Um, and this sweatshirt, I would say I have a good eight inches on the arm. Ooh. Just Heck yeah. That's, and I love that for you. Because you used Thank to you. basically use me as a measure of like, hey, you're you basically have like maybe two foot on me, um, so you're the perfect person to see if sweaters that fit you would probably fit me in like a, in a comfortable like big too too big sweater way, and I always found that confusing That's at so first. True. Wait, what? That's so true. Oh, I thought you, you said. Know, you should try on this sweater. Yeah, yeah, because it happened, and I was I never questioned it, but I was like. I physically know I'm so far much bigger than you. I don't. I don't know what you get out of this. But then you you put on the sweater afterwards, and I'm like, okay, this this worked out. So. Yeah, we could share sweaters. We're just putting out different vibes. Yeah. Yeah, and I do. I love that for us. Um. I do love a shared wardrobe for people who live eighty kilometers apart. <laughs> Well, I mean, every once in a while, you're here, and we're hanging out, and it's never happened that you've asked for more clothes because you always overpack, even though you're staying one night, and you're ready for the apocalypse, just in case. Thank you. But, um, one day. So... That's because the temperature in your apartment is incredibly unpredictable. Okay, yeah. It will be so hot, or it will be so cold. Last time I was there, it was cold out. And the air conditioner was on inside. Yeah. I got up in the morning and turned it off. That's more than and fair. And the next person who got up turned it on. <laughs> it's bec- it's, it's but so that's the flaw of having a warm body. I have all these great friends that are cold-blooded somehow, and then I am just constantly too warm. I'm sitting in my apartment. I I only have underwear on, and I'm like slightly sweating a bit, and I can't do anything about it because we're recording. And it only started happening like half an hour ago, but it's like I, I'm stuck. There's nothing I can do. So I apologize. I, mean, I will say you're already down to your final layer, also. Um, yeah, and the, actually, that's a good point. Anybody who says that they like warm weather more than cold weather for like extended periods of times, unless like they both have their flaws. Let's not let's not faff about. But I can I can put layers on in the cold and I can warm up I can drink warm things and have that extend throughout my body um, like a CG movie effect I can't remove more than my skin and it's probably inappropriate to be in my underwear or less in public so when it's hot I'm or stuck less? yeah I, 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 obviously <laughs> but I just I'm just sh- 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 <laughs> I, it's just, it's so, it's a nightmare when it's too warm. And it can be a nightmare when it's too cold, but I can fix that. I can't fix the hot. Only, I feel like I don't know anyone who isn't, like, 
quite thin who says they prefer hot weather. Because even as a person who is frequently cold, I am also not thin. So, in the summer, that's not good. It's like 30 degrees. Yeah, it's it's and, and let alone if it's if it's humid out, it's like I don't want to walk through the air. This is awful. I can feel the air; it's thick. Yeah, it feels like I'm swimming. It's disgusting. And like I know on the on the reverse side, it's like yeah, my nose might start like the inside of my nose might like basically freeze dry if it's too cold and the the wind is the air is too dry, but like. Again, I can fix that. I can cover my nose and have my own humidity kind of like keep everything moist and good. I can't I can't undo the weather when it's hot. It's not possible. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> That's a powerful statement. Thank not you. Not yet. I appreciate that. Yeah. So, I do before we, before we continue because famously I love that that's our new word now. I've, we've said it like 17 times. <laughs> Famously we have, yeah. Um, me and you will talk at length about nothing forever, and it's great. It has been 40 minutes. I don't know if you're aware yeah, of good. that. Yeah. No. Um, which I think is great. Um, I would love, just the way you were kind of explaining it to me, to hear what your big thing is. And whether okay. I get whether I get to my thing, not important, because I, I can I I have the show. This is my show. You're a guest. I'd rather hear your thing. Okay, so I'd like to say firstly that my thing is something that can be riffed on for like a long time, or truly could be three sentences. So let's feel it out. Okay. Basically, my big like is stuff that is shaped like noodles. Ooh. Now. Okay. So that's a big statement, and also meaningless. So, <laughs> recently, um, my partner did say to me when I was explaining spaghetti squash that I was a noodle girl. I just liked stuff that was shaped like noodles. And I was like, that's such a wild statement. And within 12 seconds, I was like, and absolutely true. <laughs> I like my squash shaped like noodles. I have like 10 different kinds of noodles in my house and I don't even eat noodles that much. I like my rice shaped like noodles. <laughs> Ideally, that's my favorite type of rice. And most famously, I really like gummies as a snack. Like if I'm going to have a sweet, I would like to have just like a little gummy. Mm-hmm. And my favorite gummy is, and I hope you know what this is, a pull and peel. Yes, I do understand what that is, yes. Now, yeah. a pull and peel is very similar to like a Twizzler, like in general, right? That's, is well, that? Twizzler branded. Okay, that's fine. Um, I just wanted to double check because I, it's not about me, but I don't like the type of gummy that Twizzlers are, which is very, very specific because it's like too gummy, but also like there's a whole realm of like sour cherries are pretty close to that kind of gummy. Uh, like fuzzy peaches can get into that realm. So, like, I have a weird texture with gummy things. I just wanted to double-check what uh, pull and peel was. But talk about noodle-like things. Well, yeah. And, you know, the thing about a pull and peel is, for those who aren't aware, it's basically, like, thin noodle gummy that's, like, I don't know, like, eight inches long, and there's nine of them together in a clump, and you peel it kind of like you're having a cheese string. 
Um, obviously, you have to be terribly unwell to bite it <laughs> instead of peeling it. Like, incredibly unwell. It is sickening. It is like people who do eat a cheese string by just biting it into chunks. And, um, well, even so, like, what, why? You can get Twizzlers. You can get the regular kind of Twizzlers. Why would you buy the, why would you buy the product that literally says, hey, this is easier to pull apart and to peel off to eat one by one. No, to- it is different. It does taste different than Twizzlers. Texturally, it is different than a standard Twizzler. Yeah, but no one's buying it for the taste. They're buying it because they can peel it. So if you're buying it to then bite like a sausage or something. No, unwell. Absolutely wretched. It's not okay. And I will tell you that um, consuming a pull and peel the other day, the thing is that people do think that it is very funny to take the bite and then look at me for reactions. Mm. And the reaction is there, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is disgust. It is concern. And it is me calling the police. And as you should, honestly. Now, I will, I will unfortunately admit that when I'm, like, really stressed or, or what have you, I will eat Kit Kats like a monster. And I will admit that. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like that is the appropriate way to eat them. I don't want to say that, like, oh yeah, it doesn't matter how you eat a Kit Kat. Um, but if I'm really stressed and I just need the sugar or I need something, I will shove the entire Kit Kat in my mouth. Or, or like, break it off in half in the wrong direction. Just so it's easier to Whoa. eat. I just wrong direction. <laughs> wow. Just, okay, to take a bite out of a Kit Kat just like free range is like, well, you know what? That's chaos. But the wrong direction? Because if, that's not chaotic neutral, friend. I, if I that's chaotic evil. <laughs> if I break it off in the wrong direction, then I can take like bigger bites out of it, and then those bigger bites will have smaller breaking points because. Like, the long sticks, the lo- the four long sticks are now eight short sticks. So I can just, I can go to town on the shorter parts that do break off. It's a whole thing. It's yeah. just, I just want to explain that, like, that's not how you should be. I am wrong. There's no, I'm not trying to defend it. So if anybody feels like, oh, solidarity, absolutely not. You're a wretched individual. I hope your soul knows that. And their soul does. Good. Um, what I will say is to bring up Kit Kats as a noodle shape that I had not considered. <laughs> incredible. Thank I you. That. that is the noodle of chocolate. <laughs> and I just want to make it clear too, being your friend for God knows how long, um, I would not have known that you were a noodle person because fa- like you do not eat noodles like more than a ca- like even occasionally is the wrong word. I've I don't I don't know if I've ever seen you eat noodles. And you know, that's the thing, like it's really interesting. You know, this is this is like maybe a bit too um reading into it. But to have a partner who truly sees you in a way you have never seen yourself in that way, to be like, Well you're a noodle girl, you just love noodles. And uh, honestly that's amazing. And I can't wait for your partner to be on this show because that's going to be the most special episode we've had since Allie was president and still is president. But so true. Now, one thing about noodles I do want to add is that this does expand beyond food, right? Like, the binary of noodles is not... Like, we're not just strictly like, okay, noodle-shaped food, she loves it. 
Noodle shaped clothing. We're talking a uh, long skirt. We are talking Ooh, yeah. long, chunky knit scarf. Yeah. Not an infinity scarf because you are destroying the noodle. Yeah. Okay, you, you, you have taken a noodle and you're making it a Fruit Loop, and I'm not interested. And like infinity scarves have. Yeah. (laughs) I was gonna say infinity (laughs) scarves have their own merit, but if if they are not noodles, get them out of here. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, like the noodle discourse does expand beyond food. I think that that's important because I don't want people to think that it's like okay, so she eats noodle-shaped food. That's not interesting. Obviously, this is fascinating. Right? Incredibly so. That's yeah. That's <laughs> why you're on. This, this is incredibly interesting. Um, we're talking skinny jeans, okay? Yes. We're talking skinny jeans versus a flare jean. That is a noodle jean. And uh, honestly, I don't. I think when I was like a teenager, I I got a skinny jean because that was like the cool thing to do, and I didn't get a skinny jean that like was good for my body i just got a skinny jean so it really emphasized the like drumstick chicken legs that i got because my calves are incredibly smaller than my thighs as normal humans are built but the skinny jean was really like hey look at this drumstick (laughs) (laughs) it was real bad cassandra um but i do like anytime i still see skinny jeans it's just like God, I wish I had the time to, like, figure out which gene I need to get to make it work. Because there, uh, no clothes should really be off-limits. But I just, I need to put in the effort, and I famously don't buy clothes. So, like, I don't know when that's going to happen. That's true. And it is, like, it did take me years to find the perfect skinny jeans. But I will say that, um, skinny jeans at the time when you were a teenager, which is very near to when I was a teenager. Yeah. Those were dark days for skinny jeans. Those were the land of the birth of jegging. Truly leggings painted to look like denim. So that like that's not fair to you. That wasn't fair to the culture. That that was a dark time for fashion. Cause like Oh, it was dark they were low. They were so low. And they they were weird. They were really weird. They weren't okay. Pockets? They would pretend. Drawn on pockets on jeans. Yeah. And then they then they persisted, because then it was like, oh, people like this? No more pockets. Especially for feminine clothes. Oh, yeah. I currently am wearing leggings that do have pockets, and I will tell you, I have to order them. <laughs> I cannot locally get practical leggings with pockets. Well, that's a whole thing, too. Every time I see somebody out in the wild, I don't know why I described it that way, please let's move on, that's wearing a skirt that has pockets, um, and, like, they put their hand disappears, I just, like, freak out, and I'm just like, I'm so excited for you. You have a skirt that has pockets? And then I've seen people, like, there's, like, a TikTok or a Vine or something, or, like, just a video online where someone's like, oh, look how cool this dress is. But in actuality, they're pants. And then they, like, do the splits and whatnot, and it's like, oh, they're, like, big old parachute, like, dress, like, style pants. They're just so floofy. So exciting. I've seen that in the wild too, and it's so great. And just to have that moment of like, you get it. You you totally understand why these clothes are so important. Uh, because you 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 don't find them locally. They're so specific. Yeah, I just I do need a pocket because I'm a 
as I have, as described with the mug situation, I do have an aversion to carrying things. <laughs> it is. And it has, it has come down to the fact that I do not even like to carry a purse. I have even the tiniest little thing on a strap across my body that yeah. literally fits my phone and wallet. Or I have nothing, and my pockets overflowing. Honestly, and I, that's one thing, so I've been on the look, I haven't looked diffi- uh, terribly difficult, um, or terribly hard, but I'm looking for, like, one of those, like, satchel bags. It's like a, it's like a fanny pack, but it, it, it's literally just wearing a fanny pack across your body, rather than on your, like, hips or, or waist. Um, yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah. even, even like a little smaller, cause I'm pretty sure like my, I saw my brother with it and I was like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, my pockets are empty. So I don't feel like uncomfortable because like wallets just get big for no reason. And phones, you put a case on a phone and it's like, this phone is three times the size now, but I need the case. So I'd rather do that. And then putting it in my, like I, my, my jeans have typically always had like an outline where my phone is because that's just how the world works and I can't help it. So not having and things. You your keys to your belt. Yeah, like the keys aren't going anywhere. I'm not getting rid of that. I apologize if that's where you thought I was going. But everything else well, in my I pockets. Say it's very problematic of you. <laughs> I thought everybody. I, I honestly, I, I get the same comment that you used to tell me when I was walking down the hallway of the Oshawa Center, and you're like, I knew you were in the mall, but you didn't show up when you could have been early you decided to stop and like get food or something or a tea or a drink and then you chastise me for it because you can hear me just like jingling down the hallway in the crowded public mall uh, it is very walking down somewhere and it's like oh I knew it was you or like I would walk into the LCBO and before anybody before I make eye contact before I'm visually in sight with people they'll they'll just scream out hi Brendan and it's like cool I'm glad I'm glad I'm I this is not why I wear the keys this way I just I have an affinity for collecting things and if I can make it easy that's actually that should be a topic I'm going to talk about that later in a future episode but like (laughs) but the keychain is just like I, I'm pretty sure I've had a keychain with like a collection of stuff since since I was like grade 12 almost or grade 11 bordering grade 11 so it's been like 10 years of having a keychain mm. <laughs> you are, it, is a, it is a cat with a bell energy and it's not meant to be it just turned into that and then I could just kind of like because when you when you mentioned that when we were working together I was like Oh, okay, I guess that's what it is now. It wasn't like, oh no, I have to, I have to, I have to stop this or I have to change this. It was just like, okay, I guess that's what that's what I am. That's what's that's what's going on. It's not what I intended, but if that's what I'm falling into, I guess that's just the way the world works. Well, I mean, I think that it can be positive or negative, right? Like we're happy to hear you coming. Yeah. So 
that's good. But like, for example, you know, when you put a bell on a cat and if you are allowing your cats outdoors, then the reason for that is to actually like protect birds and stuff. <laughs> so it warns the birds that the cat is coming. Or famously, um, when I lived with my partner um, before, um, like his cat was a bully to my cat, so we put a bell on his cat. Mm. So, my cat could hear him coming because he was stealthy. So, they obviously don't live together anymore. Um, the cats did break up. But, she could hear the bell coming and she would, you know, get is, out of the way. Is that why she was so much more afraid of my keychain? No, Brendan, it's because you are so loud with your key. Okay, that's fair. I'm sorry. That was since, yeah, that was since I got her. That was well before then. No, it's the first time you came in yes. with your keys. I was like, you need to take your keys off your belt. I, and then I did. Yes, yes. I do remember that. I, I couldn't remember timelines. I'm very bad. I have the memories. I just don't know where they fit in the, in the, the realm of the time. I don't know how I'm supposed to say that. I'm sorry. I do think that the keys are an extension of the loudness of your voice. And I, again, I, I, I don't think that has to be a negative. It can be. I, I think it's, it's fine. I don't think it is. Yeah. It's just who you are. It's an extension of you. It is, to connect it back, much like how noodles are an extension of me. Excellent. I love you for that. I love that for you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, What's I, our time at? Do we have time for your like? No, we it's it's uh, we're at uh, fifty seven minutes, so maximum two minutes. Okay, so you don't like anything. <laughs> well, you I like, do like loud keys. I like loud keys. I like hot drinks. I do oh, enjoy yeah. an oversized sweater for like maybe an hour, and then I have to carry it, and then I'm upset. Well, it's complicated. Yeah, exactly. We can get into that later. But um, I think we've got into it. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess if you want to make it that way um but yeah before i get too wrapped up in another conversation that's going to take forever <laughs> um thanks for listening thanks for being for calling in i really appreciate it um happy to be here yeah and melissa's just super busy that as as is life when you have a full-time job um, and I know you do too, but you get Fridays off, so that's less full time than her full time. Um, but yeah, thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks to everybody at Trent Radio. Thanks to Matt Campbell. I will send you the thing I was supposed to send you. Those questions. Don't worry about it. I'm not explaining it. But that's just who I can am. Can I just interject for a second? Yeah, you can. Um, I don't remember what the email is, but if anyone out there does have a noodle-shaped item that they do like, <gasps> yes. that wasn't mentioned here today, food items, non-food items, like how Bren brought in the Kit Kat, revolutionary, please write in to the email that Brendan's going to say right now. Yes, our email is all one word, um, we like stuff and so should you at gmail.com. Please send us something. Uh, because I would love to hear about the different types of noodle-adjacent items that exist in the world. Because we, we've done our best, but even our knowledge is limited on the noodle um, capacity. So true. Beautiful, beautiful way to wrap it up. Thank you so much. And yeah, we will see you next week. Have a good day.